Kava. It means holy worship. Join me, your host, Robert Randall, as we delve into biblical instrumentation and music history to discover the sounds behind the words of our Savior, Yeshua Messiah. Mishpaka, Hi Yeshua Messiah, Desire Host Robert Randall coming to you once again from the beautiful Rocky Mountains of Colorado Springs. Happy, joyous fall feast days. Hag Sameach, Yom Teruah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, they are upon us. I hope you had a wonderful Feast of Trumpets last weekend, um, rejoicing with brethren, family, and friends. And enjoying the, the time looking for that new moon in a day and an hour which no man knows. Father, we thank you for this unique study in part two of our analysis of the vocal music of the Hebrews. We thank you for the opportunity to broadcast this on Hebrew Nation Radio, a wonderful radio station with quality programming, Father. We thank you for the people who prayerfully and financially support this station, the podcasts, the teachers, everyone here who unites together under the band of Israel. And as such, Father, we ask that you would search our hearts and minds now in spirit and in truth and impart the lessons that must be understood here today. In Yeshua HaMashiach's name, our Lord and Savior, our love in you and your love in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, musical analysis. Postulating what the exact music might have sounded like can be speculative at best. What we do know for certain is from Greece. And so it is inferred how written music may have been provided by the Hebrews and other cultures of the past. Cantillation is key to peek inside the modes and melodies used by the ancients. In an Eastern context, Dr. Steiner says, While reciting the great deeds of ancestors or traditional hymns, on the greatness of the unseen maker of the universe. The modulation of the voice must have been a most important element of the poet's or minstrel's training. Bearing this fact in mind, it is easy to imagine how, first of all, a solemn monotone, next, occasional changes of pitch, and lastly, ornaments of grace came to be part of the reciter's art or, in other words, the poet's music. The arabesque, to this day, recite the Quran to a sort of irregular chant or cantillation. Among many nations, musical instruments were used to support the voice of the chanter. That the prophets of Israel sometimes uttered their inspirations in such a similar manner is suggested in Samuel 10, verse 5. Such an ancient understanding has its place in the ancient playwrights and poets of Greece, as we shall see in a later chapter. To know that Israel, and even older cultures, use such methods of poetry and cantillated song to convey worship for God. Hallelujah! Steiner continues. Not forgetting this, 
it is most interesting to find that the tendency of Europeans from the earliest item has been in notation to graduate sounds from a known generator, and so too fix the pitch, while on the other hand, the taste for ornament has led Asiatic nations to devise means rather for expressing these ornaments than for securing their immutability, immutability in a scale series. To this day, an Asiatic song generally consists of a slight melodic framework, almost hidden beneath the a load of, of extraneous graces. So if you, re, if you recall our episode on the Ugav, the, uh, the tone of, of the ancient Chinese organ, very similar in, in the methodology in which that musician played uh, that the different forms of Asiatic music. The following fragment of an Arabian tune would puzzle the most devoted lover of parties. The notes, marked plus, are not doubly sharp, as would be inferred by our modern notation, but are small intervals lying between the notes on our scales, which we have no means of expressing. Ancient notation came in the ornaments as shown above, or in letters. Sometimes ornaments, sometimes ornaments and letters overlapped. Some tablature dictated the form of the composition, that is, in the discretion of the musician's hand. This, in many ways, is an early form of, of chironomy. Such early figures are the earliest time forms of what we would know today as solfege, the first being latonic or do, with the other the others as second to sixth intervals. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. That kind of thing. Hebrew music, Steiner postulates, using accents like the ones above describe both interval and embellishment. The musical accents function in their variants, much like Hebrew, as a linguistic structure. And the, and the Tanakh, in its three volumes, of the law, writings, and prophets, each use a distinct set for such writings. Similar in language structure, using vowel accents, is penyang, tonal Latin Chinese pronunciation. Like in Hebrew, music vowels are accented in a tonal fashion, which you can experience for free on the app called Hello Chinese. Such tonality set to music gives the rich expression we hear in the Eastern tongues. So Chinese is a good comparison because it uses a lot of the same format of Eastern languages. If I were to go into a restaurant and ask for a pair of chopsticks, I would say it like this. Now, you'll notice that it's very similar in that you have the consonants, but in many respects, it's more of a vowel tonal language. So when I say sing, please, it's a straight tonal uh, point. If I say sing uh, wa, okay, okay, please give me, 
Okay, wa being me. Uh, a, e, shuang kuaize. All right, shuang is a downward tonal accent. Shuang, that that kind of downward tilt. Kuaize. All right, that that lift of of the of the u i. Okay, you have these tonal accents that give definition to what is being spoken in the midst of the consonants. So too in the musical examples I'm about to give, it's the same way with the vowel embellishments of added notes. So the first example I'm going to give in Hebrew is simplified. The rest are embellished vowel uh, elongations within the music itself. So take a listen to the following phrases in Hebrew. Shkal keleth. Shkal kaleth. Shkal kaleth. Fazer katon. Fazer katon. Zarka. Zarka. Darha. Having had these examples firmly implanted in our mind, let's now take a listen to some worship examples of similar musical phrases from synagogues around the world. Having Eastern Hebraic and Asiatic understanding allows us to compare some examples. The first comes from a traditional Egyptian from, from traditional Egyptian and Syrian synagogues. Kadosh Shaka Moedim. The English Jews. Kadosh Shaka Adonai. And the Spanish or Sephardic Jews. Now, let's examine a passage from Genesis 22. known example of music from the 17th century in Western music shows noons, also called accents. This notation was as common as the earliest Greek notation etched in stone. The earliest, the earliest Hebrew may have been written in enharmonic notation. So in season three, when we talk about the impact of Greek culture and music, 
we will see an example in the video link, as well as here, a modern interpretation of Greek music, which honestly looks somewhat like, I think it looks like Morse code. It's got circles and dashes and that kind of a thing, um, etched in stone. Whereas Newton's were more medieval. They were essentially shapes, not as notes as we, as we understand today, whole note, half note, quarter note. It was triangles and squares and different uh, symbols for rests and notation. I'd like to finally conclude our episode by singing a Spanish rendition translated to English for the Song of Moses, and then we'll take a listen to our final meditative song. Enjoy. Here in the lone waste, her song let Israel reign unto God in the cloud of glory that guideth her away. Adonai, Abraham's God. Adonai, for thy angel ever is near, in the cloud to shield by day, in the fire by night to cheer, pointing still our homeward way. Still, still wandering on, a trusting Temus hand, Fed with the manna from heaven, we seek our Father's land. Adonai, mighty in war, that wondrous works hath wrought through the pulled up walls of sea. Safe thy people thou hast brought here in the lone waste. Her song let Israel reign unto God in the cloud of glory that guideth her away. Adonai, Abraham's God, Adonai, for thy angel ever is near in the cloud to shield by day. In the fire by night to cheer, pointing still our homeward way. Sing high to the Lord the strains that Moses sang when Miriam took up the story with tuneful timbrels clang. Adonai, holy and strong, was the shout from host that sang. For thy arm, mighty is, O Lord, who triumphs gloriously, scattering foes with his word. And our strength in song is he. And with that, that concludes our vocal episode. I enjoyed singing a cappella. I had not done this in some time. And hopefully you get a taste, um, hypothetically, based on modern music that we have and the historical records that we have, the understanding of what vocal music might have sounded like uh, within an Eastern Hebraic context. Doesn't mean it's perfect. Um, some of it does have a bit of a modern uh, connotation to it when you listen to it, if you have any musical background. But by and large, 
Um, I think I've done it justice. And the examples that Dr. Steiner's work had, I think, um, have really proved um, to some extent the cultural diversity, as the kids say nowadays, of the various Hebraic aspects of music that are used um, in various cultures. Next time, our final episode of season two is going to be called Meditations. Why? Because I want you to take some time to listen to some vocal works and pray. Think about the kingdom of God. Think about your relationship with him. Uh, think about your relationships to others in the body of Christ. Think about um, those that you're getting great quality programming from on Hebrew Nation Radio. Um, allow your soul to be refreshed with an episode that will be pure joy and music. So please join us next time for that final conclusive episode for season two, season three. This will be our final season of Kadoshika, Holy Worship, the music of the Bible, understanding the sounds behind the words of our master, Yeshua, the Messiah. Season three is ready to go. The scripts are uh, being fine-tuned and edited, and I think it will be the most, the most impactful uh, and insightful and educational uh, portion of our journey together. Because looking at the different scientific and cultural impacts of Babylonian, Greek, Hebrew, and Egyptian music will help you to appreciate those cultures for their diversity and the way in which they believed music was used in worship as well as daily life. How did the Greeks uh, view music? How did women uh, portray music in the in a cultural setting? How did children portray it? How did men and women in theater or in the general marketplace uh, perceive music? How is it perceived in Greek worship? The same goes for Egyptian uh, and even Babylonian. In ba Babylon was the most fascinating. If you've heard season one with the Silver Lyre with Richard Dumbrill, you'll know part of what I'm talking about. But I'm going to be going more in depth into the scientific cuneiform analysis that Richard Dumbrill and uh, Dr. Irving Finkel uh, went into the cuneiform tablature of how Babylonian music was constructed, not only in a mathematical scientific aspect of worship of their false gods, but more importantly, the diagrams in which the cuneiform tablets portray their musical system are absolutely fascinating and ingenious. Uh, we'll also look at the Hebraic understanding of music. We'll see some cultural understanding of how was music dispersed among the Hebrews in the dispersion between Sephardic, Ashkenazi, and even Arabic cultures that have Hebraic roots. And finally, we'll look at, at some modern understanding of music in Israel today through a museum and literal quarter in Jerusalem that's dedicated to the arts themselves. Thank you, everyone, for your support of the podcast, your comments, and your star ratings on Apple Podcasts, Google, your hearts on Spotify. Thank you, everyone, for your support of this podcast. Your prayers and financial contributions keep Hebrew Nation Radio and these podcasts alive, bringing great content to the body of Messiah. And now let's tune in for our final meditative song. As always, brethren, I leave you with a final meditative tehillah from a book of Davidic Tehillim. 
Psalm 31. Deliverance comes from the Lord. In you, O Yehovah, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be my strong rock. For a house of defense to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out from the net that they have laid secretly for me. For you are my strength. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Yahuwah, God of truth. For I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side, while they took counsel together against me. They devised to take away my life, but I trusted in you. O Yehovah, I said, you are my God. Make your face to shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Let me not be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon you. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for them that fear you. You will never be ashamed when you put your trust in the Lord, when you make him your rock and your fortress. When fear is on every side, and enemies seek ways to harm you, and even try to take your life, God will make his face to shine upon you and save you. Then you will declare, How great is your goodness, Lord! Do not be ashamed. Call upon the Lord. Remember in your daily worship and meditation to make a joyful noise unto Yeshua and to love him with all your heart. And now, if you'd like to find out more about your host, here's some contact information. If you'd like to find out more about your host, you can go to my official website at robertrandallmusic.com where you can read my bio and see the various projects that I've worked on for uh, With One Accord Ministries as well as listen to my albums. My first album, That Perfect Moment, a solo piano relaxing album with background orchestration of original composition works, an EP, as well as my second album, which is a classical piano album called A Classical Baroque Musician, featuring some of the most well-known beloved classical pieces from three genres of classical composers, including Beethoven, Bach, Mozart, and Chopin. You can also find me on social music media on Soundbirth app, which allows musicians to collaborate as well as promote their music on Spotify and YouTube and get advice from music managers on how to better their craft and their, uh, their ability to be a better musician. You can also find me on bandlab.com at Robert Randall Music. You can also find me on soundtrap.com or the Soundtrap app. Robert Randall Music. Soundtrap is a digital audio workstation allowing for aspiring musicians to create audio content via loops or through live instruments, as well as connect with musicians all over the globe on the Skype platform and the chat platform to create works of art in music, as well as podcast content creation for distribution on the Spotify platform. Whether you're a solo musician, a band, or an aspiring content creator, Soundtrap is the platform for you. Also, if you're an educator wanting to teach your class using the creative arts, Soundtrap is also a great way to teach your students in a very fun and creative environment. 
Finally, brethren, we are not here without your precious prayers and financial support. To Hebrew Nation Radio, Intervision FM, and our podcast providers. Hebrew Nation Radio is a 501c3 ministry, a radio broadcast, and a bookstore delivering the gospel of salvation through Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom prophetically for our name, destiny, calling in the body of Christendom, and delivering the Torah to the nations to those curious about the Hebraic roots of the Christian faith. Hebrew Nation Radio, building a nation, not a denomination, now reaches a million visitors every day on HebrewNationOnline.com, on the Hebrew Nation app, as well as on the Hebrew Nation Online podcast and the newest engagement in our Mighty Network's Hebrew Nation Online community. We'd like to thank Roland and the crew for all that they've done to support Holy Worship. You can also listen to Holy Worship as an individual podcast on whatever podcast platform that you get your podcast provided on. If you enjoy Holy Worship, the music of the Bible, please consider making a donation at the link included at every podcast description of every episode on the podcast to keep us going with our podcast provider on Anchor.fm. We'd also like to thank Johnny Johnson and crew at Intervision.fm for also broadcasting our podcast every Friday at 5.30 p.m. on Intervision.fm. Intervision.fm is an online radio station broadcasting us on KINV-DB Internet Radio on Live 365 on the 365 app and website for Internet Radio. Intervision FM recently won the 2021 Denver Honoree of of the Mayor's Award for Excellence in the, the Arts and Culture. And that has been an award that's been presented since 1986. You can find Johnny Johnson and crew on YouTube or on various Denver TV networks as well as on intervision.fm and uh, listen to their radio station and watch their YouTube show as well every Wednesday. Thank you so much, uh, guys, for allowing Holy Worship to be broadcast on Intervision FM. It is a unique opportunity as well for those who are in the blind and visually impaired community and those with uh, various disabilities to be able to learn the ability to broadcast their content, be it music or podcasting, on online radio. And Intervision FM works with its mission to educate people with disabilities to have a voice uh, in the Denver community. So we thank Intervision FM for all that they're doing, uh, especially for someone who resonates with their vision to help people with disabilities to have a voice, uh, not only for the gospel of Christ, but for those seeking to have a voice through the soul and, and operation of music. And thank you, everyone, for listening today, and I hope that you have a blessed Sabbath. And until next time, I'm Robert Randall, signing out. Be blessed, everyone. Mm-hmm.